Let's check the news here this morning. First, checking that with Nathan Cones over in the news studio. Thank you very much, John, and good morning, everyone. Caution is advised when traveling within the Carroll Broadcasting listening area this morning following last night's and early this morning's wintry weather. According to Iowa Department of Transportation estimates, 100% of roads here in the region are either completely or partially covered by ice or snow. While crews are out spreading brine and salt, road conditions remain slick in many areas. Drivers are asked to reduce speed and provide themselves extra room to stop if they do plan to travel today. Carroll Community School District Superintendent Dr. Casey Burlaw and Board President Cindy Johnson traveled to the Capitol on Monday to participate in a House Oversight Committee hearing on graphic content in school libraries and curriculum. In addition to the CCSD officials, representatives from the West Des Moines, Waukee, Carlisle, Urbandale, and Johnston school districts were called to testify. The issue at hand was when and how schools handle objections to materials in the library or curriculum. The CCSD officials were not questioned during Monday's hearing, but Burlaw says they were ready to outline the school's policy for materials reconsideration. We were prepared to answer any specific questions that they may have had about our local context, and for whatever reason, the questions were directed at other schools. And Material objection procedures are nearly identical at schools throughout the state. A parent or stakeholder directly takes their concern to the teacher or librarian, and the issue is elevated to a reconsideration committee if the complainant is unsatisfied with the result. The committee then makes a recommendation to the Board of Education for final approval. In CCSD's case, 10 books, including Sold by Patricia McCormick and Red Hood by Elena Arnold, were objected to for their perceived graphic content. All books that have been reviewed by the committee and voted on by the board so far have remained available at the school. Like other school officials who testified at Monday's hearing, Burlaw says these issues are challenging as they are asked to consider the morals of a very diverse group of students, families, and stakeholders. What's best for all can sometimes not be what might be best for an individual somewhere or a small group of individuals or whatever you want to say. So that makes it challenging work as a school leader, as a committee that's working on reviewing books, any of that. Burlaw says the material reconsideration policy is not used often, so one of the benefits of this latest rounds of reviews is the board's ability to simplify the process now that they've had some experience. We need to make sure it's not cumbersome for somebody who would have an objection to instructional materials. So as we're going through this, making some notes of some things that we may look at adjusting. But overall, I think that there's a lot of good things in that process that are designed the way they're supposed to be, you know, to work the way they have been working. When I say that, it's not to result in a certain outcome. It's just about the process. The school board has only a few of the 10 books initially listed left to review and vote on, and that process should conclude in the next several months. And the upcoming few weeks will be busy for the Carroll Chamber of Commerce as they prepare for two of their popular annual events, the Court Classic and the Chamber Banquet. The Youth Basketball Tournament returns to town this weekend, and staff is looking forward to welcoming dozens of youth basketball teams According to Executive Director Kimberly Tiefenthaler, more than 50 teams are signed up to compete starting Saturday. While that number is a bit lower than usual, she says the Court Classic remains one of the largest youth basketball tournaments in Western Iowa. We're a little down this year, but that's only because there's so much going on around us in communities. I know Boone and Storm Lake and some other places have tournaments going on, so people have caught on. So we got a little competition in the region, and competition's not a bad thing, but it is changing things for us. With over 50 teams registered, around 1,000 players, coaches, parents, and other fans are expected to visit Carroll this weekend. 
Tiefenthaler says the influx of people benefits local restaurants, retailers, and our nearby hotels. The Chamber's annual banquet is just over a week later. That's coming up March 6th. Business Development Director Roseanne Nays says it is one of the most fun nights of the year. We invite everybody to come to the banquet. It's a chamber banquet, but everybody's invited. We'd love you to come and join us that night. It's one of my favorite events. It's a great opportunity to recognize businesses and individuals in the community that do so much for our community. And it's always fun to surprise them if we can. So hopefully we'll have a good turnout again this year. The night begins at 5.30 p.m. with a social hour at the Carrollton Center, followed by dinner at 6.30 p.m. and the program and awards at 7.30. Each year, the Chamber presents the Citizen of the Year, Good Neighbor, Public Service, Humanitarian, New Business, and Heritage Business Awards. Tickets are still available for $35 each or $295 to reserve a table for eight. Reserve your seats by calling the Chamber office at 712-792-4383 or by emailing chamber at carolliowa.com. That will wrap up your KCIM 6 o'clock news. I'm Nathan Cohens reporting. I appreciate the update, Nathan. Once again, we're still continuing to get some announcements here in the KCIM studios. So uh, we are going to update those here coming up in about one minute. So stay tuned for that and a full look at the weather that's on the way from KCIM.